Do you mind? Thems and Femmes. Welcome to the second half of our chat with Yara, the original source of inspiration for this whole project. In this half, it gets just a tad more graphic and heavy in chats about medical trauma, historical hysteria, saving your eggs and family planning, identity, mental health, boundaries and self-respect. I would say that this half is probably a little more content heavy or at least interesting to me. Um, It was a great chat um, and I hope you enjoy. Have you ever been dismissed or ignored in a way that you felt was purely due to you being a woman? Yes. <laughs> That's it, just yes. <laughs> <laughs> just in general. I feel yeah. like I have the, the experiences come and I block them out. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Next. Next, okay. I've got to figure this out on my own again. Oh, surprise, surprise. Okay. <laughs> um... I mean, to be honest, I completely avoid, like, the only experience I can remember right now is, like, the surgery, mm. the, the surgeon, like, continuously bringing up every six months whenever I have an appointment with him, like, over three yeah, years. Yeah, right, of course, yep. That I need the pill when I've clearly said I don't want the pill. Mm. And it's so funny, like, I can't bring myself to say why. And the reason why I don't want the pill is because for – was from 16 to, to 20, the four years that I was on the pill, mm. I couldn't have orgasms. Yeah, that's really, really common. <laughs> yeah. So every time he asked me if I want the pill, I just, I'm filled with shame and I can't <laughs> say to him, I want to come, so I can't go on the pill. <laughs> that's it, that's, oh, my God, that's a whole other thing on its own is, like, women being ashamed for wanting to enjoy their sex. Like, yeah. Oh. Like, I want, exactly. <laughs> It's so fucked. yeah, so I I literally whenever I have a problem, I literally just call my dad because I can be honest with him. I mean, it's still, I haven't said that to my dad, mm-hmm. but I'm working up the courage to one day just be very honest about that. I've told I've said I've said that to my mom, mm-hmm. um, and she's like, oh, okay, okay I, get I, get it. It. <laughs> I get it, I get it. But yeah, I I completely like I don't go to other doctors unless I really need to because I'm. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it is constant, constant dismissal and I, it, it, yeah, it makes me feel so uncomfortable. Um, mm. You're kind of like, why, to be is, honest, why is it not yeah. enough for you? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Sorry. Is it a good dicking not enough for you? No. <laughs> no, man, it's really not. <laughs> is it enough for you? I don't know. <laughs> I love being a whole. I, that's literally it. Yeah. Yeah. I love being a whole hole that can come to this ultrasound once every six months <laughs> to experience this wonderful stick and go home and not come <laughs> ever <laughs> like, ever <laughs> please don't put me on the pill man please <laughs> i beg of you <laughs> i beg of you that's enough <laughs> i've had enough disappointment in my life like <laughs> yeah yeah 
Oh, um, and yeah, like every time he would like ask me, like, are you like every time uh, I have the appointment after the ultrasound with him? Mm. So I'd have the ultrasound and, you know, an appointment with the, with the surgeon as a, as a GP mm. in that, I guess in that situation he would be yeah. um, to chat about the results. And he would be like, how are you? How are you going? Um, and I would be like, yeah, mental health, like pretty bad, but um, physically fine. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, okay, no worries. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Not my problem. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm not a psych. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. And he wouldn't even be like, like, he doesn't know about, he doesn't know that I'm going to therapy. He doesn't, he doesn't ask. Right. <laughs> like, okay. It's like no idea. And I only see him every six months. Yeah. So he, he doesn't, he really has no idea. No. Yeah. I, I don't he... know if it's because like, yeah, it's just supposed to be a surgeon. I don't know. Yeah. He doesn't need to know that, that side of things, I guess. Yeah, it's not really an issue for him. Yep. He's not a brain surgeon, so <laughs> Do you do you have to be? <laughs> like he all all he would have to do is just if he didn't know I was seeing a psych, is just to refer me to a psych. But that he doesn't even do that, so I, Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. Just just like inquire about it, be like, mm, do you need to talk to someone? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, totally. No, we've got to sort that shit ourselves out. We all know that. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> I've I've really become quite, like, independent in the way that I go about all these things because it and is just like. to. Yeah. 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 And it's unfortunate because I think that's a large part of why this sort of project why, why I wanted to have something like this because I feel like a lot of people, including me, would want to hear about these discussions and experiences while they're having them and go, oh, okay, so if, yeah. I, if I'm having this experience, one, I'm not the only one and it's normal, not normal mm. but normal, um, and two, yeah. there are resources out there that I can, you know, reach out to. And it's, yeah. it's not all my responsibility to make all of these decisions. I think there are professionals that should, you know, assist me here yeah and the truth is like the medical field is changing Mm. I did see like what maybe like six months ago like a newsletter was delivered to my dad like a medical journal Mm. talking about PCOS and I was like and I was like I want to read this (laughs) go away (laughs) make a coffee make a tea this is mine for the next 10 minutes (laughs) um so they are like updating yeah, yeah. Everything. But it is like too little, too late. It's like, come on. Slow. It's, yeah. 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 And especially when, like you said, you were what, 21 and you didn't, you'd never heard of PCOS no. before. And it's like one in 10 women get it. Yeah. That's common. Yeah. That's like, yeah. like, 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 I don't, I can't do maths, but that's a lot. That's my pickle. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, and 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 I think I mentioned in the like the opening episode that most people don't get diagnosed because they think that their experience is normal. They think that painful and irregular mm. and like heavy periods are just completely normal and just what they have to deal with. It's like, well, no, you don't. No. Not at all. Your yeah. your existence is not based upon suffering. Like, <laughs> yeah, please, <laughs> please stop that. Like for a quarter of your life to be in such pain. Mm. Yep. No. No. Um, yeah, it's so bad. It's 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 slowly but steadily getting better, and I think that's 
mm. what I want to be a part of. Yeah, the I think the more we demand, exactly. the more they'll supply. I'm yeah. really hoping. Yeah, which just seems like it's working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think again, going back to like the whole desensitizing thing, I think a lot of these sort of topics, and it always has been to do with women's bodies and health and 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 stuff, uh, have in the past been very taboo, and very mm. like. Mm, we're not going to talk about that. That's a bit gross. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But to like normalize it so yeah. that people don't feel so apprehensive about having these discussions and about, you know, bringing it up with their partners or their family or friends or doctors, you know. Yeah. Um, it's a discussion worth having. A hundred percent. Like it, it, and in some cases, in some cases it could quite literally save lives. Like- Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that was why I was so mad about only having found out about my diagnosis so late when I wanted to investigate that general area of things so long ago is that mm. in that entire time I could have developed serious cysts or, you know, things yeah. down there that we wouldn't have a clue about. Like yeah. we just wouldn't know they were there. <laughs> yeah. I'm like... Great. Cool. Um, I'll book my hysterectomy next month. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also like, um, oh, I forgot to talk about, this is kind of my favorite part, yeah. but the kids aspect of this. Yeah. Yes. The, when they were like, um, when the, when there was a conversation about like both of my ovaries and having a hysterectomy, hester, is that what it's called? Hyster- hysterectomy. Hysterectomy. Why is it hysterectomy? <laughs> That's where hysteria comes from. Seriously? That's, no, 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 not even kidding. Okay, so there's a film. There's a film called Hysteria. And it's because... <gasps> I've heard about this, it's yeah. About, yeah, it's about the guy who basically invented the vibrator, more or less. Um, Bless because, him. Yeah, because he used to perform a service <laughs> um, where they would... Women could book in to be fingered, basically. <laughs> So that because because of their hormones, because they were hysterical, because they didn't have a, a, an outlet, that there oh was no. something actually wrong with them and the treatment was going and getting finger fucked. Um, oh. <laughs> Imagine being gaslit on the dailies in the 1700s <laughs> and then not being able to wank it off. <laughs> And they were told, "That's hell." Yeah, they're like, "You, you, your your like hysteria was a diagnosis. Being hysterical was a a, a women's diagnosis, however many uh-huh. fucking years ago." Um, yeah, and so that's where that term comes from. That's fucked. Yeah, <laughs> because um, it's related to the, you know, all of that. That, that is so wild to me. <laughs> um, but yes, children. Yes, children. <laughs> children. Oh, sweet children. Oh, the children. Like them, you know, asking me at 21, so do you want to have kids? Because um, if you do, then it's probably a good <laughs> idea to start putting your little eggs in a freezer somewhere and yeah. paying paying $300 a year to keep them frozen. Oh, what do you think? Me, like, like, no, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have an answer for that. What do you I, I don't know what you want from me right now. Your eggs. 
<laughs> like you can have my ovary. I'm still processing that. Mm. Um, and also you haven't recommended therapy once, but that's fine. Oh my and God. Um, kids, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, who wants them? Honestly. <laughs> Literally, I no, I don't want a kid right now. Not right now. <laughs> but I, I do understand like where they come from. Like, okay, like if you were to get another yeah. precancerous cyst that, you know, was to turn out to go badly and you, you know, lost you, all your ovaries. You need to prepare. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. But it's just, ah, oh, everything's it's a lot. just too rough. Yeah. Yeah. And that's me being lucky. And I'm still like, I'm fucking overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. And and the even the point of like not being offered therapy at any point like yeah what the fuck that shit's traumatizing yeah um yeah it's such a an existential thing as well I think as women when we're questioned about what our purpose is they're like do you want to have children because that's what you're here for right yeah that's your end goal in life right like fuck off <laughs> yeah Priority. Um, it's not it's not really <laughs> I kind of have other things <laughs> Like literally me trying to crack it into the music industry and being like, I haven't thought about that once. No. 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 <laughs> I literally, I could not tell you. <laughs> like, no, nah, I've got the kids' names. I've got how many. I've got, yeah, everything planned. I'm still trying to figure out if I should get a cat. I, I'm still not sure. <laughs> and it's been three years. I still don't know. You should get a cat. I should get you a should cat. You should absolutely get a cat. Yeah. You should adopt a cat. I did have a dream about a cat last it's night. It's a sign. It's a sign. Yeah. They've got such <laughs> pretty ones at the RSPCA. Oh, my God. Oh, I will go there. Yeah. Yeah. Or a um, pound. And, and cats mm. also have medical and mental benefits. I keep hearing that, mm. which I'm so in need of. Mm-hmm. Um, all day, every day. Yes, that would be nice. <laughs> I need benefits. <laughs> I need benefits. Yes. <laughs> They do though. They're that's it. Yeah. Like the idea that they can heal you by purring. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that just <laughs> That's so sweet. I know. I'm like, oh I love you too, buddy. <laughs> um yeah. but I guess um on that purpose topic, like having kids to to sort of extrapolate a bit further, what do you wish that you could be recognized for that's often overlooked? I would like to be recognized as a person mm-hmm. and be asked what I want yeah. <laughs> rather than being seen as a vagina mm-hmm. and just thinking what a vagina wants. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm yeah. like, yes, I identify as a woman, but that's, that's not, that's not where it stops. That's not my whole identity. Like, no, that's really not it. In fact, I think that's like maybe 10%. Yeah, even. Yeah. I, yeah, maybe. Yeah. And yeah, I would like to be asked, like, I would like to be recognized for my brain. I'd like to be recognized. Honestly, all I can think of is my brain. Like my, my mental brain. health is like the biggest, the it was thing. the biggest downfall of the whole situation. So like, <laughs> yeah, like that's what I would have liked to be asked about. You know, I would have liked the symptoms that I had to be addressed rather than think of think of kids. Like, mm. like thanks for asking, but like that's also the only appointment I got assigned. I got given like a a specialist for freezing my eggs. Like really? that's the convers- that's the appointment and conversation I I was given. I wasn't given anything about mental health. What's the use of me like 
becoming so depressed and doing something terrible to myself. I'm not going to have kids then. <laughs> no, you kind of got to be alive to have kids, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Okay. So what about on a less um, existential? Existential. <laughs> less less <laughs> existential uh, level as you you as an individual, what are the things that, that make up you that you wish would be, you know, that you're like, guys, guess what? I can do this. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Like, like my again being recognized for things that are often overlooked, like like I don't know, I do you bake? <laughs> <laughs> well Yeah, as I would like to actually be recognized I mean, especially like since taking up um, audio engineering, like I've been studying that for two years. I think when it comes to the industry, again, my my brain is not given much attention. I think mm-hmm. as soon as people see that I identify as a femme woman, suddenly like the attention is taken away from anything that I do. Yeah. Um which does suck. And also like take industry and music aside from that, like even as a, as a person, sometimes like I've been having the conversation with myself, like do I identify as a they, them, or mm. should I continue identifying as a she, her? Because I, I, that, that's where I think about it the most. Like I would like to be thought of more than a woman. Yeah. Not that that's a, a small thing. It's a huge thing, but mm-hmm. It's also like a category. It's a part. It's not everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to be recognised more for the individual things that I have, like, you know, I'm a good friend. Yeah. I'm a great cook. Yeah. <laughs> um, I could talk about TV shows forever because they're my coping mechanism. Talk about what? <laughs> TV shows. <laughs> TB shows. TV. Oh, TV like, shows. I was like, what is TB? Tuberculosis? What's going on here? Tuberculosis? <laughs> it's like is that TB. A real thing? Yeah. <laughs> is that a real thing? Yes. <laughs> well, I don't even know what it is. It's a disease. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it. But yeah, I'd like to, you know, I um, would like to be, for that to be not the, the main focus. Yeah. Yeah. More, um, uh, less surface level, I guess. Yeah, less. Yeah, less surface level. Yeah, I'm a person. I'm multifaceted. <laughs> I'm multifaceted, but also like it. You know, I I think like for the attention to be given to the to other aspects of myself first, not to the woman part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's so common. There are women everywhere, but it's that's so not easy. Really, it's so easy. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> common, not easy. <laughs> um, but it's like easy but, yeah. to identify, you know, yeah, this is a thing about you. I don't need to know yes. anything further. No, like, no, <laughs> that's it. I, that's it. That's literally it. I have a vagina and I act femme, but yeah. that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all you are. Okay. That's, that's all I'm. Cool. Yep. That's literally like, yeah, that's what it feels like sometimes. Yeah. You have a vagina. Uh, do you want me to do you or no? And um, you wear eyeshadow. Very good. Okay. <laughs> I don't care what else you do. But then they get mad about the fact that you wear eyeshadow because you're catfishing. 
yeah, yeah right take me on a date first date at the pool so that you yeah. can see my real skin because that matters as well if you believe Whatever. that my eyelids are naturally like car- oh carnelian God. blue i don't know what to tell you yeah <laughs> like these lips so juicy so red natural <laughs> natural yeah oh my god like fire truck red absolutely natural yeah yeah, yeah. what are you talking about just biting them out of total arousal for the for the man oh that I'm my looking at. god right yes yeah, that's i wear yeah. lipstick to attract you <laughs> yes in Did the you office wearing it? in the office <laughs> in the specifically office, in a professional manner that's, yeah that's why i'm here yeah i'm here to seduce <laughs> that's ridiculous um yeah, I just uh, it's kind of disgusting. Um yeah. how on a completely you know, completely different question. Mm-hmm. Um how would you suggest to others to show their support for the women and people with these issues around them? Good question. I would say to avoid gaslighting women. <laughs> that's a good just one. Just like any situation, I feel like that's just in general. Good. Yep. Um, to listen, to actually listen, mm-hmm. give them time mm-hmm. um, to say how they're feeling and actually listen and believe them. <laughs> yeah. Why would they? Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me, but um, don't gaslight. Just <laughs> believe them. Um, give them time of the day. Hear them out. Yeah. Yeah. And what I would feel- you say to someone who's like, just sort of dipping their toe into looking into being diagnosed for something or, or for anything um, mm. to someone about investigating or, or having recently been diagnosed with it, what would you want them to know? I do want them to know that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, like there, is, there are many, many, many people like you that are going through the same thing. Um, and I would say to, yeah, trust your gut and believe yourself first mm-hmm. and foremost um, and treat yourself with kindness and um, also to not be afraid to reach out and get support from other people in your life that are not necessarily um, medical professionals. Like make sure that someone is hearing you out. Um, if you have a friend or a sibling or parents or whoever, like to be honest with them about what you're feeling and yeah, give, give yourself support where you can. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, like that is not medical professionals all the time. Mm. I wish that it is for you. Um, but when it's not, like give yourself support where you can from yourself and other people who will do mm. it for you. And I guess the other thing there with not always getting the the greatest um, response from medical professionals in particular when you do go to them, I think mm. a lot of people they kind of take their first answer as their only answer. Um, yes, get second opinions always. Yeah, like it's it's like with therapy. If you don't agree, if you don't get along with your therapist, yeah. you ask for someone else. Yep. Go find someone else because you are your priority. If, if they're not going to help you, they're just not going to help you. Yeah, I'm struggling with doing that myself right now. It's, it's easier said than done. It is. Yeah. But, yeah, I just found out my therapist is 25 years old. What? <laughs> I'm 25. And I know. I'm 24. She's only a year older than me. I don't even date men that are 25. I don't know. 
<laughs> You're a baby. I'm, I'm freaked. I know. What the fuck? They can't Which, be I don't qualified know. that young, can they? Apparently, there's people that are. What I don't the know. Fuck. Did they start college at twelve? I don't. Well, I don't know. She's really good. So yeah. Like I. Well, that's why I'm in shock because I've been yeah. seeing her for like months and I had no idea. Yeah. Um, and she's amazing as well. She's an immigrant herself and. Um, yeah, so I found that we can relate on a lot of things and, you know, she really gets me because my first therapist before her, like, was a, a white woman and I found that a little bit tricky. Mm. Um, but she's great. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's just a testament. There's always going to be someone. It may be a little bit difficult to find mm. um, more than other people's experiences, but, like, Either either you settle for someone who's making you feel worse about yourself, and you're yeah, paying and them to do that. Your money, yeah. <laughs> or you know you you try a little harder, and again, easier said than done. But try a little harder, yeah. and and you know push for yourself and push for your own well being because mm. no one else is going to. And also a tip for when you're seeing a new therapist, if you mm. like realize if you want to prepare yourself to like move on to someone else, if that comes to it, to say, I'm just shopping for therapists. I'm just looking a- around right now. Um, so I'm just seeing how this goes, like saying that, saying that from the start. Yeah. Yeah. True. So that, you know, they're just keeping <laughs> that in mind. I have commitment issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't word it like that, but like, yeah. <laughs> Not not the type that I want you to therapize. It's more. No. It's not the issue we're looking at first. No. But. Yeah. Right. That's actually, no, that's a really good point. Because, um, yeah, I think that is the other thing is a lot of people feel like they, there's a guilt related to wanting to, you know, move on and find someone else. They feel bad about it. It's like, honey, you're paying $150 an appointment. Yeah. We're not here to feel guilty about it. <laughs> No, like think of it, of it like as any other profession. Like if if a plumber came to your house and they didn't fix the toilet, mm. but you paid them lots of money to fix, why would they keep? Would you keep inviting them over to fix the toilet? <laughs> How many times are you breaking the toilet? <laughs> Maybe you do need to go like- to a doctor. <laughs> yeah, true. No, I don't. <laughs> No, I mean, like, the toilet is still broken. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, it just was never fixed. You never fixed it. Your beautiful little brains are broken. A toilet. <laughs> I feel I like it sometimes. There, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My plumber put a hole in my toilet and the next plumber told me that that was a severe risk and they need to replace the whole thing. So, you know, sometimes they don't do their job. No. <laughs> That's literally it. Yeah. I like that we're comparing therapies to... Uh, therapists too. Shit. <laughs> Literal shit. Oh my god. <laughs> Sometimes they are. Let's be real. That's true. Um okay. On a on a more positive note, what in your life so far has brought or given you the greatest satisfaction or fulfillment? It would have to be therapy. I know we keep talking yeah. about it, but like especially sticking with it. Yeah. It's so interesting seeing how I've dealt with very similar situations that I've experienced, like comparing ones that I experienced three years ago mm-hmm. to a similar situation that I've experienced recently mm. and how I've dealt with it. Mm. And just the amount of like credit I really give myself for using the tools that I've learned mm. in therapy to really show up for myself and, you know, make the the most 
right decision for myself. And that is, yeah, that was, it's like, I, it was a really fun moment of being like, oh, wow, so therapy does work. Interesting. <laughs> I have and changed for yeah. the better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's growth. It um, is. Yeah. Growth and I would definitely say that that is the most rewarding experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty fucking Yeah, and it really, like, does um, – it does show in every aspect of, of, of my life. Like it does ooze into each one, every category, you know, in my, how I treat myself and how I treat other people in how I set boundaries for myself and friends and family mm. and um, te- how I teach people to how I want to be treated really. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I allow and what I don't allow. Yeah. Boundaries is such a big thing, especially again for uh, women and, and, you know, non-men who, yeah. Um, struggle because we're brought up to be the caretakers most of the time, I find. Yes, um, for sure. And so we learn to allow boundaries to be stepped over because that's our yeah. job is to allow that. <laughs> yeah, and you wouldn't even think that you're doing that. You'd be like, oh, yeah. no, I'm pretty strong. I've never done that. And you would be shook Absolutely. <laughs> to the core as to what, oh, sorry. Yeah. Someone's just calling me. <laughs> that was in the middle of, oh, my God, where is the Zoom? Come back. Okay. <laughs> um, you will be so surprised as to, like, you know, what you've been doing or how you've been reacting to situations that's actually, like, having no boundaries. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, um, um, I yeah. think my most recent homework has literally been to, like, define, like, write down a list of boundaries for myself because – I've yeah. struggled with past relationships and, and, and even with family and stuff. Um, uh, not, not necessarily struggling to identify them, but struggling to enact them. Yeah. And actually go, hang on, no, stop. That's not okay. Yeah. Um, cause like after the fact, I'm fully aware. I'm like, that was, I, I, I got taken advantage of. I feel like shit. That was something that was not mm. okay to let them do, but I didn't do anything about it at the time. So that's been the biggest thing that I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's a, it's a two-step thing, isn't it? Like it is. identifying it and then like really sticking by it. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's dealing muscle. with the conflict with it as well is the other half is like, okay, I'm going to have to like confront mm. this person and mm. they may react badly, but it's for my own well-being. I need to prioritize. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And then you take yourself out. You You leave. leave. <laughs> You don't stick around for the shit. Yeah, just step three, leave. Yeah, leave. Get out of there. Get the f- run, bitch. Run. And then you have the right. You have the right to yes, get out of there. Like, absolutely. And it's know? and it's again not feeling guilty for someone else's issues. Yeah. Like yeah, you, that's, you need that's to go the to therapy. Thing. <laughs> like I'm in therapy. Exactly. You need to be. <laughs> and I feel like also being quite empathetic. Mm. As I, I feel like you can say this for yourself as well. Like we take a lot of energy from other people. We absorb that so much. Oh my god! Um, and like it's, this is why I had to move out and live by myself because I couldn't. I couldn't live with you know in share houses anymore because I would. I would take on everything. Yeah. I would make everything my problem, and it's yeah. you know that's not fair on me and not fair on them either. No, it's not so, healthy. You know, learning to not absorb that so much and just to really separate my mm. feelings from. I was. I think it was either yesterday or the day before I was watching this little video that came up on my YouTube or something. And it was, it was a video. It was like an animated video describing and defining the narcissist and empath, empaths relationship. Um, because they quite often find each other 
because one will take advantage of the other and the other goes, oh, but I can fix you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, take a guess at which one is the typically the female. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's a hard question. <laughs> hard one. Um, and I was listening to it just out of curiosity. I was like, oh, okay, this will be interesting because, like, I've had some pretty shitty relationships and let's see if any of this applies. I wanted to fucking kill someone because of how accurate it was and how specific it was to my experiences because yeah. I never really uh, as a person I'm like yep okay I can empathize with people obviously I understand I have experiences of my own I can sympathize and everything like that but people who identify and specifically say I'm an empath I never really went okay yeah same yeah I always see it as a, as a flag <laughs> yeah I'm like mm, don't know about that but in this video, they were like, okay, here's here's what a narcissist does. Here is how the empath reacts and, and treats the situation and everything. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, why did I let this happen? And they would describe these like example situations. And I'm like, this is exactly what happened to me. And that is exactly how I responded. And that's why I got stuck in a stupid toxic relationship for three years. Like it, yeah. it's so hard to like get out when you're in. Yeah. But it's the most important step. Yeah. And I feel like when as soon as they're like, oh, I'm an empath, um, that's it. They it's like I have I'm wearing this medal that says I'm an empath, yeah. which means I am sensitive and I can do no wrong. <laughs> I'm sensitive like, and you can't blame me for anything I do. <laughs> yeah, because I'm gonna feel bad if you make me feel bad. Yeah. And that's not fair because I take that on. Yeah. And then, and, <laughs> and then you, you can't confront me and tell me that I've made a mistake because that's going to make me feel bad. I'm going to take that on. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to absorb that and then feel bad. And yeah. then you need to feel bad because I feel bad. But then it's the exact same yeah. for a nar- narcissist as well, because it, it, it usually comes back to the gaslighting thing is, um, yeah. As soon as you do confront them for something and say, you know, you've done something wrong, their ego. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the narcissists usually say the impacts. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I've not had that before. That's what I mean. Like that's why I always flag it. Like I feel like you can say you're an empath and you could actually be an empath, but to yeah. me, like personal experience, narcissists have always been the ones to say that they're but they self-identify. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's oh this my what, god. Yeah. It's like a what is it, wolf in sheep's clothing? Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And like, I study what they do next. Cause I'm like, interesting. Oh my God. There was this, again, going back to TikTok, there was this guy, he's another Australian dude and he's kind of a bit viral. He's got a big mustache and he's the most wholesome, like sweet dude ever. And he put mm. up a video, uh, saying that the best piece of advice he ever got was someone who said, um, when someone tells you how they feel, uh, listen to them, believe hear them. them. Yeah. But when they show you how they feel, believe them. Oh, that's it. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. And I, I, was like, I was like, yeah, you were like, this thing. <laughs> I know this one. I know this one. I know this. Um, and I was like, fuck. Cause I'm applying that right now. I'm like, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Like I literally don't listen to what people say anymore. I only watch what they're doing. I'm observing. I, I'm observing. <laughs> like it could be like, I'm an empath. I'd be like, yeah, that's good cool. for you. And then, I will see what you do yeah. when someone opens up their heart to you. Yeah. I will see what you do. When shit hits the fan. I will see when you don't take, you know, accountability. I'll watch that and I'll write yeah. that down. Yeah. I'll remember it. <laughs> I'm such a cancer. But I'll remember that. <laughs> I'll hold on to it in my little pocket. Just for me. <laughs> yes. Um, listen, I've got to go. 
Yeah, true. Okay. I have one little bit and it's basically the last outro bit anyway. Yeah, yeah um, cute. I actually was listening back, to, again, listening back to the episode that we did with the backbeat and mm. there was one little bit that I picked up on. It was a, my favourite quote from you from the episode. <laughs> Um, it was related to your Manhater release to do with you were like, oh, I don't know if I should, you know, release this song as my first one. Is it too much? Is it too in your face kind of thing? And you yeah. then went, why be small? Mm. And I was like, I fucking love that <laughs> because it's so uh, like relevant to like women putting themselves first and looking after themselves and prioritizing and everything like that. And I just mm. – um, yeah, I was wondering if you could just like elaborate on your feelings on that statement. I really love that because I actually wasn't even like I've I've had a little journey with that uh, mm. playing small and not playing small anymore thing since mm. then. It's been a couple of years and I've been fortunate to have to make a new friend and um and work for for someone that um his name is Dan Hamill and he's um my boss at the performing um performance school that I I um do production and songwriting coaching at yeah and he has really taught me like on in the past year he constantly 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 says don't play small and especially like that's the biggest thing that we're teaching to the students as well is to not play small. Yeah. Um, because a lot of our students are females mm-hmm. or identify as females. And mm. um, that is such a common thing, like p- playing the little, little girl and be like, oh, no, I can't do that. Or like, I can't like yeah. use a big girl voice, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. They're <laughs> so afraid to shine. And we're, uh, yeah. What's that quote? It's like, um. That's my purse. <laughs> exactly. You gotta That's literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my purse. That's literally. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm gonna release Manhater. I've released Manhater. <laughs> I've already done it. You don't get a choice. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's that's essentially it in a nutshell. Like yeah, just not playing small anymore because also. No man plays small. No, never. God no. <laughs> I mean, if when they're playing small, it's not actually playing very small. But mm. um, it's it, we're always like two smalls below that at least. Yeah, <laughs> I think. <laughs> um, like they're here and we're here. We're here. <laughs> and we're like, no, this is me playing really big. Actually, I'm like this tall. <laughs> you know, I'm really proud of this. <laughs> I'm really proud of this, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think. Yeah, I think it's a waste of time playing small um, and it's so exciting to play a large. It's so exciting to, um, I've noticed like <laughs> I was extra to begin with, but now I'm really <laughs> extra um, like with how I how I dress and especially like um, doing sound engineering. I've, uh, there is so many like men in the course, um, both students and teachers. And I just have to like really play large to be, to be seen and heard. Yeah. And I find that it like makes them uncomfortable but that's the only way that I can get things done and yep. things will be done. Yeah. Um, and that's the problem is that the only reason we would play small is because it makes someone else uncomfortable. Exactly. And that's, yeah, that's not your problem. And no. that's it's really important to not take that on other people's feelings. Of course, you don't want to be go out there hurting people's feelings, mm. feelings but like, let's be real. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to be hurting people's feelings in not how, 
in it's not gonna like it's it's not in how you dress or, or like how confident you are like just because yeah. you're shining it doesn't mean it's gonna dim someone else's and especially like I was talking to a friend the other day and she was like I I was um I had a problem a while ago that I had to deal with was like I wanted to be the prettiest girl in the room yeah okay and I couldn't deal with other people's shine um and I think it's, it's that thinking like there's there's only one it girl. There's only the main character. It's the competition only... of it. Exactly. Like, yeah. no, no. There is, you know. There's so much more. There is room for all of us. Yeah. There's room for you to shine and for you to appreciate other people's shine. Um, and yeah. when you, you know, give power to someone else, that it's given right back to you because it creates more room for everybody. Yeah. Like the stars don't worry about how bright the sun is. Literally. I like that saying. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And it's so much fun. Like my ideal, um, like my ideal situation is, you know, like the cheerleader effect. Yeah. I want to be in the cheerleader effect. (laughs) This is me. (laughs) This is me. I want, like, I don't want to be, you know, in the, I don't want to be like a star in a group of people that are so dimmed. Like, no, I want to be with everybody doing yeah. their best and shining and feeling their best like yeah i think that's really fun and i think it's more exciting and more interesting yeah it's not about doing yeah. better than someone else it's about doing better than your previous exactly like you're your only competition like yeah yeah i i really try to think of it as um like seeing you know staying in my own lane really and just mm. Thinking of my life as, as my my life and like not as I like I know it's very easy to to feel very small in the world and and so play so you play small but mm. I think if you look at your own self and you you know keep up with your own storyline and pay attention to that the most mm. um, yeah then you keep paying attention to yourself you do you boo you do you boo beautiful yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to let you run to dinner. <gasps> hey, thanks for this. This was really fun. I feel like we could talk for hours, but... Um, we really could. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's so fun. I'll have to have you on again. <laughs> yes, please. Definitely. Yeah. This is going to be so um, interesting to edit. <laughs> yeah, well, but has it been like two hours? It's been yeah, two hours. Yeah, it has. Jamil, it's been two hours. That's wild. <laughs> Good job, man. Um... Yeah, okay, well, yeah, thank you for chatting. Um, No worries at all. Have a beautiful week. You too. Mm -hmm. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.